Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out with us again today on Todd Bits. Uh, interesting show, fantastic month, talking about food waste, increasing consumption, all this good stuff. And I couldn't do it without getting these guys involved because uh, these guys are making a difference out there. And it's incredibly interesting technology, what they're doing, what they're trying to do and trying to accomplish. So I'm really stoked to have them. Please, everybody, give it up for the CEO of Flash Foods, Jocks. Can't even say your damn name. We just got done talking about beer. Josh Dominguez. Welcome, brother. Yeah, Todd, thanks for having me, man. It's a good start. All right, this is going to go well. Grateful uh, to be on. Sure. Well, let's make sure we get to the end of it and you say that at this point. My God, I'm already, I'm already stumbling. We haven't done it. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm a piece of work and I'm saying it about myself. Oh, that's awesome. No, I really appreciate you having us on and uh, excited to talk. Yeah, I am too. I think this is such a, I think such a, such a great topic to talk about. And I'm excited about the path of conversation that we have going on. But before we get started, Josh, just give everybody a little bit of a, you know, your 401, your bio, a little bit of who you are and, and how the hell I roped you into hanging out with me today. Yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Josh. I'm the founder and CEO of Flash Food. Originally, uh, I was a hockey player, pro hockey player at a high level. And then when I wasn't good enough at that, I got into banking and then did a stint in management consulting and my old, my last job before starting flash food, I, uh, I managed a family office for NHL hockey players. So I kind of did like what the rock does in the show ballers. And then from there uh, we'll, we'll tell the story, but came across the problem of food waste specifically in the grocery stores. And I just dropped everything and became a tech CEO. And that was six, a little over six years ago. And, and here we are. So I know uh, a little bit about management consulting, a little bit about finance, and a lot more about grocery and food waste now than I ever thought I would. I can only imagine that. I mean, and you know, you, you talk about being a tech CEO for six years, and, and that's like dog years. That's like 50 years. Yeah. It's such a fast-paced world of change and development because you got an idea and you're blossoming that idea, right? So you have this idea and that idea manifests itself over time. It morphs itself over time. And now you're sitting here with what I think is really an incredibly cool product. And I'm excited to talk about it. Before we dive into flash foods though, we get deep into the weeds about it. I want to talk a little bit about how big of an issue food waste is in North America. Can you kind of comment about that a little bit? Yeah. So people don't realize this. And I was actually in my, uh, in my condo at the time, like when I was first starting this and it was March, 2016 national geographic. So there was an article on food waste. And I just remember like reading this stat and then like looking around in my room being like, how the hell is this the first time I'm ever hearing about this? Sure. But when food gets thrown out, most times it ends up in a landfill gets covered by other garbage. And when it rots, it doesn't have any oxygen. And that whole process produces methane gas. So the statistic is if international food waste were a country it'd be the third leading cause of greenhouse gas emission behind the U S and China. Yeah, and like that's not even thinking about like cars and factories. It's just food that we're throwing out. And there's so many people that are hungry. Like it's just it's mind boggling to me that this is happening. And, and I really just dove deep into like, why the hell is this happening? Where is it happening? Like what are potential solutions across the entire value chain? But the environmental impact of food waste is enormous. And it just yeah. it just can't continue to happen. Like it just can't. We can't. No. It. Well, we can. And I think I think that it, 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 it bodes well for a couple of things, one of which we need to find solutions to food waste. And then we need to start working on helping people increase consumption, because that's another great way of doing it. And I dug some stuff up as I was prepping for our time today. And I told you I had some stats I wanted to share with you, some of which you're going to know. But I got one in there. I think it's just it. When I read this, it was like, well, I'm writing that down because it's crazy. So the United States leads the world in food waste. 30 to 40 percent of the U.S. food supply goes to waste. 
staggering amount. I mean, that's just, that's just nuts. That's just nuts. So, and one third of the world's food itself goes to waste. Right. And that is to me is, and I looked at that number, I believe that number's right at about $3 trillion of, of overall global food waste, which is, you know, unbelievable. But here's the stat that I found that floored me in the United States. The way to do simple math about how much food waste we have in this country is that every American can throw away 650 medium-sized apples. That's the food waste problem in the United States. <laughs> every American can throw out 600 650 medium-sized apple. That that's the comparison to the amount of food waste that happens in this country. Every American I wonder how many apples, like, you know, when you go to like a little kid's birthday party and they have a ball pit and yeah. like, I wonder like how many balls are in that, but like is yeah. one ball pit, like a hundred balls is that three, like how many ball pits of apples is that? That's, That's unbelievable. Insane. Yeah. That was the math. That was the math that this report came out and said, just and literally it's like equated to everybody in America throwing away 650 medium sized apples. Every person. I, that's yeah. staggering to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, like, it's just such a big problem. We just have so much food. And the crazy thing is on the flip side, how many people are food insecure and don't have access to food? Absolutely. Like, like it's, yeah, yeah, that's why. Which is what I love about what you guys are doing. So now we kind of framed up, and I hear framed up that big thing. So let's cut to the chase. Sure. Tell everybody what flash food is and what you guys are doing. Sure. So in order to say that, I'll tell the story. Um, the story is Please. my sister was a chef. She called me after a catering event. She's like, I just threw out $4,000 worth of food. I started laughing like, Polly, you idiot. Why would you do that? She's like, no, this feeling sucks. I feel horrible. I'm like, okay. So I calmed her down a little bit. And for the next few days, I started reading about food waste. And I learned the environmental st- statistic that if international food waste were a country, it'd be the third leading cause of greenhouse gas emission behind the US <laughs> and China. And at the time in my condo building, I lived on top of a grocery store. And I thought two things, how much food do they throw out every day? And what's the lead time from the time they threw the, throw the food out to the sell-by date or the best-by date? And after that, I literally just started walking into stores, like across North America, asking people that worked in the stores, like, what are you throwing out? How much gets thrown out? Like, why does it get thrown out? And I just uncovered that the, the average store throws out between three to $10,000 worth of food a day. And that food's anywhere from three days to sometimes weeks before the sell-by date. And the reason is not just the big, bad retailer. It's also consumers. When we go sure. grocery shopping, we're reaching at the back for whatever has the longest shelf life. So all the near-dated stuff moves to the front and we don't take it. So the grocer has to like pull it off the shelves in advance. And then also, if we go buy a watermelon and there's one on the shelf, as consumers, we assume it's the worst one. So the grocer has to overstock the shelves so that we get selection. Mm-hmm. And if a retailer wants to donate all of that food, who picks it up, who drops it off, who pays the price, who guarantees the safety? Really, really difficult logistical challenge to solve. So what flash food is and what the idea was and what we've ended up building is if there was a way for the store to mark the price of the food down, send me a notification, I could see the deal through my phone, pay through my phone and pick it up in the store the same day. People would shop like that all the time. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what we built. We took the discount food rack, made it look sexy put on your cell phone. I love it. I'm, hence the reason I have you here because I think yeah. this is super cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're solving a huge problem with this platform. I mean, and you've addressed several of them. I mean, food waste, but you, you've addressed the problems that the retailers are facing. And, I, and to your point, I don't think people necessarily get that 
you know, reach behind, pull that stuff with the date that's four days, you know, longer than the date up front. It happens all the time. Yep. I mean, I've done, I've looked at dates like, oh, this is only another, has another couple of days on it. I'm yep. never going to use it that fast. But in reality, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going bad. I mean, for me, I've taken a step back, you know, after kind of diving into what you're doing and having these conversations, it's like, you know, you, you got to be a little bit more open-minded to this. And I love that about what you guys are doing at Flash Foods. Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Dr. Gary Beal, CEO and co-inventor of Natural a revolutionary coating designed to extend shelf life and cut food waste. Thank you for listening to Todd Versations and Todd Bits. Food waste is a worldwide pressing topic. Here are some of the facts that you need to know. Food waste takes up more room in landfills than anything else. In the United States, we discard more food than any other country, about 80 billion pounds per year. Food waste contributes to 11% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions. At Nabucco, we're revolutionizing the produce industry with our OMRI-approved NaturaWrap edible coating. Our goal is to reduce food loss, improve profitability, and elevate sustainability. We're in the business of bringing fresher produce to tables around the world. Check us out at NabucoInc.com. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that for the retailer uh, that we've solved, or one of the bigger things that has been uncovered by our business is that there's a large subset of consumers that are willing to go out of their way to save money and go to a store to buy that food. For the retailer, this has been a cost of doing business for decades. It's just like rolled into their financials and like as a retailer, you're dealing with, as a grocery retailer, you're dealing with Amazon, you're dealing with Instacart, like you're trying to get ahead, you're trying to use AI, you've got robots like like yeah. going through stores, like there's a lot of shit that they got to deal with. And they're traditionally non-digital businesses that now have relatively big digital teams. So if I'm a grocery executive and I'm looking at where to spend my digital assets and our digital spend uh, to innovate, you're probably not looking at a problem that's been a cost of doing business for decades. Like it just, it's an unfortunate byproduct of the industry and of the business. And it's, it's not just the grocery, it's the consumers as well. So we've, one of the things that we've uncovered and, and I'm, I know, I know the show, I know the framework that you talk to folks and that you're bringing companies on and solutions on for, for any company and business that's sustainable and has like an ESG angle, you can't get to scale if you don't make somebody money. And in our instance, we need to make the grocery money. There needs to be financial benefit to do this because these are such massive companies that we're partnering with that they're not just going to partner with us because it's a feel good story. Like that oh. can get you a press release. But the truth is like you need to sustainably build a business in the ESG space or sustainable space. It has to be a sustainable financial business first. And yeah. we've been able to luckily do that as we've scaled, which kind of ties back to and, and i'm kind of long-winded now but when i speak with these grocery executives because we're speaking like i'm dealing with mainly with ceos of companies and our sales cycle will be we'll try to get in front of the most senior person we'll just tell the story like i did here and then i'll be like do you want to make more money and not throw as much food and drive new shoppers into your stores like if you do then like let's talk about working together. if not i don't know what to tell you like yeah, I guess we shouldn't talk anymore. But you know, you know, you talk about the, the cost of doing business, and then you lean into that stat we talked about at the opening of the show: 30, 40 yeah. percent of yeah. supply is wasted. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, there's no benefit at that. I mean, it just becomes this. You know, not only just keep prices up. I mean, there's just so many different parts of this that are 
you know, unhealthy that we've got to digest because we don't have all these resources coming. We have all these new people coming. You know, we know there's going to be more people on this planet, plus the aliens. And, you know, we've got to be prepared for how we're going to do this, whether it's ag technology, whether it's, you know, alternative growing ideas and all these other things is all part of it. And that's what I love about what you guys are doing. So it's an app based program. So folks can get on their phone. They can see what's there. They can pick and choose. They're, you know, sitting in their, you know, in their office or at their home. So talk a little bit how the app works for folks. So we're, we're scaling across America right now, predominantly in the Midwest and the Northeast and coming South and likely coming to California shortly. But the way that it works is you download the app on the Google play store or, or the app store and you get a notification on a daily basis when a store around you that's online posts uh, a product or several products. You open the app. There's like a map view of different stores around you. You click on the store and you can actually see store by store what they're making available. Mm-hmm. You pay for that product if you want in the app. And then when you get to the store, let's say you bought chicken breast through the app, through Flash Food. When you get to the store, you do your normal shopping. You grab potatoes, salad, whatever it is. You check out normally, pay normally. And then on your way out of the store... You stop at the flash food zone, which is usually by the customer service or the self-checkout desk. Mm-hmm. And one of the store employees is there with a device with a list of names of people coming to pick up. So you just say, I'm taught about this chicken breast through flash food. They click your name, click confirm pickup, hand you your item out of the flash food zone, and you're good to go. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, talk about stream, talk about streamline too. I, uh, yeah, cool. I mean, like it's funny. Like I was talking to an executive really early on in our journey as we were step back. It's very difficult to be simple building a consumer mobile app. It's very difficult to be simple in retail grocery. And I was talking to this executive early on and I was like, why the hell don't you guys just put this in all your stores already? They have like a few thousand stores. And he's like, Josh, people don't realize with as many stores as we have and as many like hundreds of thousands of employees, some are contractors, some are part-time, some are students to get them to take this cell phone and move it from here to here across all of our stores is very complex to do. Like you can't just send an email and that happens. And when he said that, and and now I look back and I resonate, it's like, you're right. Like very difficult to, to change habits in a store. But the thing that I will say that ties back to the original story, Mm -hmm. nobody likes throwing out food. So these grocery store employees, like what we've seen as a byproduct of our partnership is actually a significant employee morale boost because they're the ones who used to have to take the food and throw it in the garbage. And now they're actually taking it and making it available for a family to come in and grab it. And one thing on the point that you talked about before with limited resources, et cetera, in the grocery industry, not only are you like throwing out the food, most times like this is outside of donation because a lot of these grocers have incredible donation partners and donation programs. And even still there's, there's waste. But when this food gets wasted at a grocery store, they're actually like paying somebody to come pick it up and take it away. So you're taking your money off the shelf, you're throwing your money in the garbage and you're paying someone to come take your money come, right. and throw it out all while ruining the environment. So it's actually not just like the issue of the food waste at the store. It's also even further down the yeah. value chain. And then, I mean, that extends to farmers, right? Like the entire well, absolutely. of putting a seed in the ground to getting a product to a store. Food waste costs farmers a tremendous amount of money. I mean, you don't have to look very hard on the USDA website here in the States yeah. to sit there and see what that math is. And it, it really affects every, it, it affects, it's a big dollar amount on every pound that they produce. Yeah. And, it, and to your point, I mean, I love the fact that you guys are coming up with a solution and you're coming up with a way that is just, it, it brings everybody together, you know, under that flash food, you know, kind of banner, which I think is super, super cool. One of the things that, that with any kind of a, 
any kind of an app, any kind of a business really yeah. doesn't really matter, I guess, in a broader sense. But, yeah. you know, creating customer loyalty is obviously a huge challenge, right? You, you know, word of mouth is great. And, you know, doing a show like mine is great. But I mean, it's a big deal. How, how do you kind of how do you work with, you know, within your system to create that kind of loyalty? There's a lot of companies, there's a lot of apps out there and download it, like trying to market to get somebody to download an app is uh, generally difficult. We've been fortunate because our value proposition is so high. 50% off of your groceries. We have shoppers that have saved tens of thousands of dollars. We have shoppers that are buying freezers in their, put, to put in their basement because they're saving so much money on meat and they're just putting everything in the freezer. So for a shopper who makes a third purchase through us, meaning they've tried the app and they've done it three times. Right. Like they're looking at the app on average 30 to 45 minutes a day because it becomes a treasure hunt. Like they're looking yeah. at the stores around them, they're seeing what's available and they're just, they're saving so much money. So when it comes to customer loyalty and shopper loyalty, like once you've used this, the value prop is there, you're saving so much money. It's such a huge impact. And I'll share a story. One of our shoppers was, a young mother whose husband got laid off during COVID. And she's like, without flash food, I couldn't feed my family. They've got three kids. I couldn't feed my kids affordable, like fresh, healthy food. Like I, they would be eating much lower quality food, if not for you. And this particular family, what ended up happening, this happened over the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, they were able to provide their kids with stocking stuffers that, and it was just candies, but they didn't anticipate that they'd be able to do that for their kids, given their, their, household income, but because they save so much money on food through the flash food app, she was able to buy her kids stocking stuffers and they were just like enthralled with it. So I love it. Yeah. Around customer loyalty, we've been really fortunate when we launch in new markets because our app is not an app where you need millions of people across America to download it and, and look at it. it. It's like mini micro marketplaces. So when mm -hmm. we get a store online, we need enough people around that store to satisfy the supply that gets made available from the store. And that timing becomes tricky because if a store in Bakersfield turns on today, how do we make sure there's enough shoppers on the app to satisfy what's available? Otherwise, the store is not going to keep making food available and, and the model doesn't work. We have pretty tight partnerships and relationships with our grocers where it's like a dual joint marketing uh, push. We'll do a press release. The grocer will hand out flyers at the checkout. There'll be an email to existing loyalty card members. We'll do a, a pretty detailed uh, social media push, uh, digital spend in the markets when we launch. And that generally gets a good number of people to start. And then there's referral programs. There's like bonuses. There's buy X, spend X, get X. Like we have all of those things built into the system over time as we launch into new markets, but it's proven to be um, effective mainly because the value proposition is so high for shoppers. I love it. I mean, I mean, what a ringing endorsement, right? I mean, I, you know, I, I often say that it, you know, you, you're in the weeds, you're grinding, right? You're in a business, you're trying to build it, this and that. And then you get that one email, you get that one phone call, that one consumer letter that absolutely just goes, you forget, you forget everything. Yeah. that, you know, cost you to freak out, lose sleep, be pissed, get in a fight with your wife, whatever the case may be. It all goes out the window because you get that that encouragement and that uplift that what you're doing is so powerful. And I think that, you know, your story, you just told it exactly exemplifies that. The, there's a really difficult, there's like the great resignation right now where there's a lot of people, particularly in the tech industry that are leaving one job, going to another and like sure. the byproduct of COVID, everybody's looking at what they're going to do in their career. And we've been really fortunate because we're at the point as a company where the people that end up joining flash food, either on the development side, like engineers, whoever, it's just people that are kind of jaded with like typical tech 
community and like ping pong tables in the office and like building the next Facebook or marketing platform that's going to drive businesses more revenue. That's not what we're building. Like this is my job basically within our company now is to keep communicating to people in within our company. Hey, the stuff that we're doing, that's like sometimes frustrating or annoying or makes us work till midnight. Like the result is we're feeding families more affordably and we're, we're reducing the environmental impact of food waste. And it's just like, you can't very difficult to like find a job that will allow you to feel the way that you do with the outputs of the work that you're going to have. So we've been really fortunate to have a great team as we've been on this journey. Absolutely. What, you know, one of the things that was on your website that I looked at and I wanted you to touch on a little bit, and I probably should have asked you earlier, but what is the diversion effort? You know, what, what share what that means, because I think that's just a, it, it's, it's a great terminology and I think it's worthy of, you know, getting it defined. Like in terms of like just diverting food from land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, you know, you, could, you lean into it a little bit. And I think that people need to understand that, you know, you guys are, you really are creating a diversion. You really are creating this opportunity to pivot on what the norm is. Yeah. So to date we've diverted uh, and we like, this is the way that we communicated. It's not going to be perfect. And even our own team, like questioning everything about our business the entire time, but today sure. we've diverted over 33 million pounds of food that would have ended up in landfills and we've saved shoppers over a hundred million dollars on their grocery bills, which is like, it's just shocking. Honestly, it shocking. is This was an That's idea what... a few years ago. And like, now it's a full fledged and we're just scratching the surface. Like we're in 13 States and rapidly scaling across America. Like this is going to be, these numbers are going to balloon and be much bigger. Um, but the other thing I'll say too, is like, this is not, we're not by any means a silver bullet. There's so many stakeholders that need to come together to solve different parts of this problem. We mm-hmm. solve one specific problem for one specific partner. And we've been, we've been able to make such a massive impact in such a short time period already. No, no doubt. And I mean, you think about the number millions of pounds and hundreds of millions of dollars. It's, yeah. it's crazy. That's why I just, that's why I just, I, I just love, I love what you guys are doing. It's why I feel like you guys are such a, you know, again, I put you in the category of, of a yeah. few folks in 2022 as a brand to watch and a brand to pay attention to and one to lean into and say, hey, these guys are, they're, they're kicking in some doors and they're creating a whole never, you know, level of conversation. How many customers are using the app today? If, if you, of, and if you don't want to, yeah, yeah. How many yeah, people yeah, are, yeah, I'm an open book. In terms of users, we have just over 3 million downloads. I think there's a few hundred thousand regular users on a daily basis or on a weekly basis that are using yeah. the app. I love it. I just think it's great. I want to get a little deeper too, but before I get that, one of the things that I found interesting and I think is worthy of a little bit of dissection is let's talk a little bit about best by dates and how you manage those within the system. Because to your point earlier, and I probably should have leaned into it there, but I, you know, my feeble, if I can't open up the show and say your name, right, you know, I'm well, over the <laughs> all that but, hop you know, city. it's all the hop well, city before you put the water. It's in. Hot, it's hop city water today. It's not yeah, even, exactly. I can't even say yeah. it's hop city vodka. Or I can't yeah. say it's, it's parking. I, I got nothing for it. It's just, yeah. me. Um, but how do you manage that a little bit? Because, you know, you're, you brought it up earlier about people like, Oh my God, you know, it's, it's four more days. I don't, I don't want that. Right. How do you manage that within your system? A lot of people that like talk about, uh, and a lot of people that are a lot brighter than I, and a lot more accomplished academically and in the, in the problem of food waste and food, uh, the best by dates and sell by dates. The solution is education, right? Like you need to educate people so that they better understand what best before dates and sell by dates are, et cetera. Like, I don't know that. I don't know. Like, sure. That would be helpful, but 
think about how much time we actually spend reading things and like educating ourselves and sure. I'm really in this world. And I don't think I'll spend a lot more time learning about like sell by dates. Basically how it's managed in our system is equivalent to what the grocer puts out. So if the grocer has um, a carton of milk that is due today is the 23rd. If it's due the 24th, then when it gets put on our system, it has a day to sell and it comes off of our system a day before maybe the 25th basically if it has three days of shelf life and they put it on our system it gets automatically taken off with only one day left and that right. happens across the board so we cater towards the grocers existing best before date sell by date sure system. and all of our products are sold in advance of that date yeah and i appreciate you telling that because i'm sure people it's something in their mind like well what you know is it you know hey it's the best by date the first and today's the 19th you know which is not the case, right? The food safety protocols, the grocers, you know, their protocols, everything is being adhered to, but you're just creating an opportunity to get everybody from freaking out and saying, Hey, and to your point, you know, the, the people that are doing the meat, you talk about a value, you know, to your point, but putting, putting a freezer in your garage and all of a sudden you're buying. Cause I've seen, you know, I've been, I've snooped around. I've seen it. Yeah. You've got a, you know, you've got a, 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 a chicken breast. that's nine bucks. Yeah. That's yeah. on the app for $2 and seven cents or whatever it is. Yeah. How would you well, not want to lean into that? One of our top stores was in a downtown core, and this was really early on. They had cedar planked marinated salmon steaks. So you know when it's like packaged yeah. and it's on yeah, yeah. like it's already marinated, you just take it out and put it up. So they were selling. There was nine of them left. They were $21 retail, and they were due that day. So the next day was the sell-by day. They posted it that night on the Flash Food app, nine of them, uh, at around 6 p.m., and the price of them was below $9. So they marked it down from 21 to below nine. We sent a notification out. All nine of them sold out within like three or four minutes. And people came to pick them up that night. And it's like the savings on the high quality meats, like those kinds of products, it's just, it's enormous. And like getting a rack of ribs, getting a pack of steaks, getting chicken breast, chicken wings, all of that for 50%, yeah. like throw it in your freezer, cook it whenever. And also like you look at, um, just inflation and what's happening across America, across the world, really on like food prices going up, you will not find a more affordable way to buy your groceries than through flash food full stop. Like you just can't, in my opinion, uh, I haven't, I haven't fact checked all that. So like, well, no, but you're, but you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, but you, but you've, but you've explained it well enough to lay that out there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be afraid to say that. I wouldn't be afraid. And in fact, I wouldn't be afraid for somebody to go challenge what you just said. Go for it. See what you find out. Yeah. Because yeah. like I said, I've been on it. I've looked around. I've seen it. You can, and what you just described about me, you can't look at that and not think that's like, hey, we've got to lean into this a little bit. And we're also making a, you know, a really positive um, morals and values play about food waste. We're making a difference. We're trying to get through the system. We're helping the world. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a win all the way around. I think it's a, you're, you're bang on. And there's something that I want to highlight, but it's very rare in a business, a marketplace business like ours, that every stakeholder is winning. Usually somebody's losing. And with us, the environment is winning because we're like food waste is being reduced. The grocer's making more money, driving in more shoppers that are increasing loyalty to the retailer. We're able to build a self-sustainable business and our shoppers are saving a ton of money. But like, I want to go back and, and speak about something that we haven't sure. yet. That's so critical is that the way that I speak with you is the way that I basically speak with grocery executives. And like, we get like our sales cycle is our sales team is a team of two or three of us. It's not very big. We just try to get to the most senior person and we tell the story and ultimately say like, look, do you want to do this or not? 
And it's funny because nobody likes throwing out food and that goes across the entire company, like across the entire company. Sure. And this is just kind of like communicated in a way where it's like, look, check the financial box. You're going to make money on this over time. It's not going to be like your highest driving item, but you're going to drive more shoppers in, et cetera, et cetera. But your employees are going to feel better about this and it's just doing the right thing. And your communities are going to be better fed because of it. And yeah. that message to senior executives and CEOs, seeing the partners that we have and seeing the CEOs be like, okay, yeah, we're doing this. And like just pushing that through the organization, you need folks like that to make change. And uh, I'm For just sure. so grateful that, that we've been introduced and connected and, and I now have personal friendships and relationships with folks that have given us a chance because without grocery partners for us, we're dead in the water. Like we don't have a business and yeah. we've been very fortunate on the, on our path to have these folks. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because you guys are, you're in 20 plus retailers now between in Canada and the United States. Yep. So you, you're, you're working your way West name drop a little bit. If you'd like, you don't, if you don't, if you can't remember, whatever, I'm, I don't want to get yeah. too <laughs> yeah, sure. If you say, if you say Becky and you don't say Betty, you're going to be in trouble. But yeah, well, sure. No, no, we're, we're partnered with Meyer, uh, Spartan Nash, Hy-Vee, Giant Food, Giant Eagle, Giant Food, Maryland, Stop and Shop, um, Loblaws up in Canada, Price Right, Tops Markets, I joke that like everybody in, in grocery in America is either called giant or Eagle or some combination of giant and Eagle put together. Yeah. But yeah, these are, uh, these are some of our partners. And as we scale across America, like we're adding another likely in, in Texas and in the South soon, and then coming to California, hopefully very soon too, with another partner. So I like, these it. are all, these are all billion dollar companies that are moving real, food volume across North America. And then in Canada, we've partnered with Loblaws, the biggest grocer here, and we're nationwide here and have been for years. So without folks at the top of these organizations, and I literally mean like C-level people being like, yeah, yeah, fuck, we got to do this. Like this wouldn't, we wouldn't have the impact that we have today. So it's been really humbling getting there. You know, and I think what's really cool, and I think the reason why you get some of that buy-in is that you're creating a win-win as you discussed earlier, right? You're, you're all the way around. It, it, it's a win for the store. It's a win that the store can give to the consumer. Um, it's a win back to the, to the manufacturers, producers, growers, farm, whatever you want to say there. Um, and, it's, and it's a win for the planet. So it's not hard to lean into something like this. It certainly wasn't for me when I, you know, when I found you guys like, all right, this is, this, is, this is what this is all about, right? This is where we need to be going and having these conversations because it's completely uplifting. And I love that about it. I really do. So you talked a little bit, anything else exciting for 2022? I mean, other than, you know, hopefully you get out here to the West coast and, and, uh, any, yeah, any, more, kind of, any, any kind of secrets you want to drop more geographic expansion and also like different models that are coming out of our existing business. So new cool. payment methods that are going to make this food more accessible to more people is like one big thing that we're working on. And then also just a different iteration of the model that'll be announced relatively soon with other really big food companies outside of grocers in America. So what I'll share is that people we're at the point, excuse me, as a business now that people are reaching out to us saying, listen, we love the model. We love what you're doing. We love the mission. Like how can we help? And that's led CPG companies, like other big food to reach out and, and get connected to us. And through some of the investors that we have now, and that'll be announced in the coming weeks, but some of the new investors that we have on board, like, 
we're building a real network effect of people that are just like, this is just a stupid problem. And this is a great solution for one portion of the food waste problem. So the folks listening, if there's anybody who's a stakeholder in the food space that wants to make a difference and meaningfully thinks that we can work together, like hit me up. Like I'm I'm all ears. Well, that's why I have you on this broadcast for that exact reason to get you, you know, for people to hit you up and to get this message out here, because I think it's very, very worthy. And I love, I love what you guys are doing. Again, I think it's one of the brands in 2022 people need to pay attention to. It's one I'm paying attention to. It's one I'm standing behind saying, you know, this comes to my community. I'm going to be supporting it and making sure people do support it because I think it's worthy of our time and energy. And you can't go back, you know, and I'm going to say it again because it blew me yeah. away. And I think it probably did you too. You cannot think about food waste and not go back to the stat that says it's like every American throwing away 650 medium-sized apples. That's crazy. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. Not. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's my, I've never seen this stat. It blows me away. We're going to post it up on all everything. We we drop the broadcast so people can see it. It blowed. I I, I'm floored by it. I'm just thinking like, imagine you were a pitcher and you're a baseball player, like 650 pitches is a lot of pitches, like the hundred pitches a game and you're out, you know, that's six games over like whatever it is in in the MLB. That's a month and a half worth of pitching. Like, yeah, if you're a closer, it's like 30 games. Like, well, you know, and, and, and the challenge I'll throw back at everybody is next time you go in the grocery store, just yeah. to put it in perspective, walk in and just do simple math. You know, how many apples by how many apples yeah. and how many apples yeah. do you count? I bet you don't see 650. You might see 650 out in the store, depending on the size. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's a staggering deal. And that's why folks like you need to have, you know, the runway that you have and be uplifted and be a part of people's bigger conversations. So I'm thrilled you're here, brother. I really am. I tell you what, I, I'm such a fan of what you guys are doing, and I'm excited for your trajectory and to pay attention to it and the fact that we got to get together. And, and uh, you know, I want you – it's an open invitation for you to come back. This platform is yours. It's your disposal to keep this up. You start working your way in the States. Let's get this message back out to people because we need to do it, and I want to be a part of it for you, and I want to keep these conversations just like yours uplifted and moving forward because we have to. Yeah, Todd, I really appreciate you having us on for the show and just all the work that you folks are doing and highlighting companies like ourselves because it, we just need to now. We just need yeah. to. Environmentally, Absolutely. like this has to happen. So really yeah. appreciate being on, humbled by the sentiment and we'll be there soon, California. Coming soon and, and folks in America, download Flash Food, Google Play Store, App Store and go talk to your grocers and tell them to put this in their stores. Let's do it. I'm all about it. I love it. This is great. Thanks again, dude, for being here. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to see you. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us this week again on Todd. But I hope this inspired you a little bit. This is the kind of things we want to do here. These are the kind of conversations that need to happen, and we want to have them with you. We want to have them for you, and we want to have them for companies like Flash Foods because we're not going to make a difference if we all don't pitch in and find ways to solve stuff. And so, you know, I say all the time, inspiration comes in a lot of different ways, and these guys are very inspiring what they're doing, and they wear their morals and values on their sleeves. They got their hearts out there. They're doing the right things for the right reason. Get behind them, support them, and uh, pay attention to them in 2022 because they're worthy of it. So thanks for hanging out. We'll see you soon. Don't forget to check us out on social media where all the cool kids hang out. We're there. I don't know what the hell we do there, but we're there. They tell me we're there. I love it. Anyways, have fun. Have a great rest of your day, and thanks for watching. Take care.